Welcome to Rock the Midlife Show, a podcast that brings you fun and interesting conversations to inspire, motivate, and encourage women on their journey through midlife. I am Alinka Tercic, your host. I help women at midlife to rediscover themselves and their vision and thrive through the transition into their next stage. Enjoy. Today, I am talking with Susan Alice Saller. She is a spiritual business sage. Can I say that? That sounds wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) So um, please introduce yourself first. How did you get onto this spiritual journey and what you're doing with it? Okay. Well, thank you for inviting me to be on your show. Um, I started my spiritual journey really a long time ago because I was you know, one of those kids who was really interested in exploring the unknown, exploring, you know, uh, the esoteric or whatever it was back in the day, you know, I was fascinated by Ripley's Believe It or Not, and all of the shows that had, you know, kind of otherworldly, outworldly information, tarot, um, palm reading, all of everything. And so it, just kind of culminated into where I'm at today, where I'm a professional tarot reader. I work with angels. I do energy healing. Um, and then I also help spiritual and sensitive entrepreneurs to set up businesses that feel good, that help them uh, do their mission in life, and then to make money also on top of everything. So that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, um, it's coming lately it's very important you know to be ourselves to be authentic and so many people don't really know where to turn and how to be themselves uh Mm -hmm. and it's really fascinating to me that you started so early because you know i started learn about these things i would say later in life you know mainly when internet (laughs) became available and all this information became online uh, so how, how do you find your inner, inner strength, inner skills, inner power, uh, with tarot or, you know, how do you access those knowledges that we all, all have inside? Well, you know, anyone can study. So part of it is, you know, just getting your cards or getting your, crystal ball or getting whatever and learning about it. We live in this beautiful, fantastic time. Like you said, you know, nowadays the information is widely available. And when I was coming up into my spiritual practice, it was kind of like there was one store that sold tarot cards that had a very short life in our town because I lived in the Bible belt of the United States. And so now we have you know, we have hundreds, if not thousands of decks to choose from. We have a bunch of fabulous people in the community who are sharing information on YouTube or on podcasts or on Facebook. And so now we have access to such a great diverse variety of information. So, you know, pick a topic and do a Google search and see who comes up, you know, uh, for for anything from tarot or crystals or energy healing, all of those things are are 
freely available on the internet or you can probably find a course that will help you learn. Yeah, that's, that's true. But then again, there is also a lot of kind of conflicting information and you know, like for everything nowadays, you can find people that love it and then you can find people that hate it. And I feel that the role was maybe now is more widely acceptable, but it was like frowned upon, like you said, you know, it was like something that gypsies do. And, uh, you know, it's kind of something that you should stay away from. And uh, it became such a, like a taboo topic for, for many. So how can we break that and make it really available and not just available, but also acceptable to our own journey? Well, first of all, we have to really understand that tarot isn't evil or, you know, or even dark magic or anything like that. And so a lot of these things, tarot especially came with like this reputation, like you said, where it's only used by people, um, you know, and who are trying to either rip people off or who who themselves are evil, but now we know that they're a really great tool for exploring things like archetypes and for, you know, kind of tapping into your own inner wisdom, which while we're on this path towards more authentic living and more accessibility, we understand that we have a lot more power than originally we thought. And so people who, who wanted us to see them as the powerful or the, you know, the connections between God and ourselves would definitely put a wedge in our, our thought process about connecting with, with our own inner wisdom or with God by ourselves by using tarot or by even tapping into our intuition i mean in, women's intuition is something that's really widely respected and accepted and so tarot is just a tool to use to examine cues and clues and access your your higher wisdom so where, where would you say we can start do we just buy cards and like you said, Google it or, you know, do you use any special rituals around it? Do you have any special place for it? Uh, you know, how can you really get into that feeling, that inner knowing without, I would say, relying too much on, again, what is said to you or what it says in the booklet or you know, these cards often comes with some sort of a guide, but how do you know or start trusting your own inner knowing? Well, that's a process. And the more you work with your intuition and the more you trust it and follow its guidance, it's kind of like a muscle. The more you use it and work with it, the more it grows and the better you become at understanding like what's a message from your ego that's like scared or um, it, it belittles or downgrades you. And then there's your ultimate truth or your higher self that's more like, let's look at the situation from a different perspective and let's see where, you know, where your weaknesses are, where your strengths are, instead of like 
you're stupid and why would you have bothered to do this thing? But, you know, it, it made me laugh where you're like, where do you keep your tarot? <laughs> I have them all over the house. Like I have upstairs shelves and downstairs shelves. I have them in my workspace. Um, but yeah, get a, get a deck that, um, you know, one of the best beginner decks that's out on the market is the Rider Weight Tarot deck, um, just because it's got really easy, um, easy to read pictures. It makes a lot of sense. There's a ton of information on the internet about it. But really buying that deck and sitting down with it and exploring it on your own and with, you know, a book or, for example, Biddy Tarot or Divination and Fortune Telling online has a really good uh, website with a lot of information. But getting yourself familiar with the cards, asking a question, like sometimes I ask the question of my cards, like, you know, show me patience and it'll show me the temperance card or show me this victory and it'll show me the six of wands or whatever. So it's really becoming intimately aware of what the meanings of the cards are and then also allowing yourself to kind of flow into more intuitive, allowing yourself to kind of um, interpret the cards as a bigger, broader picture rather than sticking directly to the textbook meanings. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally, totally. And, you know, I, I also have cards everywhere. I'm just, you know, <laughs> playing with, with them. And there are also, you know, kind of going, not away, but besides the classical tarot cards, you know, with the, with the classical, like you said, wands and swords or mm -hmm. whatever it is there. You know, there are a lot of animal cards and spirit guides and angel cards. And uh, yeah, like you said, you have to really find what works for you and what's, you know, what's the closest to you, I would say in the normal life. If you're right. very like attuned to nature, you know, probably something around nature, flowers, animals would work best. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you, I'm not sure if you're talking about two different systems because there are tarot cards, which is a deck of 78 cards with the major arcana, major, minor arcana, and then the four suits of, you know, fire, earth, water, air. And then there's oracle cards that are more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I was talking about both. Okay. This is how I started. Uh, uh, you know, like I felt it could be an easier step to go mm -hmm. with like angels or the messages from the animals and stuff like that. But it's also a symbol or something that tells you something and confirms or, you know, guides you. And um, so when you mention it, what's the difference and, you know, do we use it differently or is it just the preference? Well, like I said, um, tarot is a very, you know, I don't want to say strict, but yeah, a strict layout for the cards. So there's going to be the zero through 21 major arcana that has, you know, pretty much the same cards, even if it's depicted with a different art or, you know, with a more animal themed or angel themed, because I have the angel cards as well. 
and then the the oracle cards don't have that um don't have that distinct setup so a, a deck of tarot will most often be 78 cards where a deck of oracle cards can be any number of cards the um, deck of tarot is going to have the four uh, suits underneath that are associated with the elements and so those you know an ace of wands in one deck ace of fire in another deck will have the same meaning you know no matter what deck you pick up but the oracle cards don't have that um, system behind them you know sometimes they're loosely based on tarot but sometimes they're just like their own meaning like like for example uh, if you take the spirit animal cards or something like that, then your meaning would be more associated with the characteristics of the animal that's shown on the card rather than um, a tarot association. Right. So I don't want to say that one is better than other because, you know, obviously no. all have like the meaning and importance. But don't you think that starting with the Oracle card could be a bit easier? Because like you said, Tarot has a lot of cards, a lot of, you know, you have to learn a lot of things that goes with it before you really start to understand it. What <laughs> I say, Yain, um, <laughs> you know, and you still need to learn your Oracle cards. So a lot of times you're gonna get a deck and even though you might understand like penguins mate for life and they have a baby and the male takes care of the baby and they're from the South Pole and you might have characteristics that you associate with a penguin or a jaguar or a tree or whatever. Um, you still have to learn those things. So if you don't know the symbolism offhand initially, you still have to become familiar with the cards and what they mean as individual cards and then as groups when you lay them out yeah. so but you know really sometimes I think you don't even need cards because you can go for a walk in nature and you can see what what symbols show themselves to you when you're walking or walk even down the street and see what comes up and get a message from that. <laughs> yeah exactly and that was I was go kind of going for is this symbolism is everywhere around us and we can oh, yeah. find it in like every situation and understanding it. And I know some people are talking, okay, when I see a butterfly, it means for me, go. When I see an elephant, it means something else. And it can be in a book, it can be on a picture, it can be anywhere. But how do you kind of decide or choose or how do you know what, what this symbols are telling you well basically you know first of all you start out with the query or the question like you know you could say to the universe i need some help figuring out this situation can you show me either through the cards or on my daily rounds and a lot of times it's so distinct and so specific that you can't ignore it as being coincidence. You know, you could always write everything off as coincidence, but you know, I'm one of those people who doesn't believe in 
coincidence. I believe in synchronicity and I believe yes. that you're <laughs> I'm the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so you'll feel it. If, you know, when my spirit guides are talking to me a lot of times, I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, ha ha ha. <laughs> you know, cause sometimes it's so simple and, but it's powerful. Like that's the thing too, is, is that these messages that you receive aren't going to be some, you know, it's like totally in your face. A lot of times when you learn to see it for what it is, it's so in your face that you can't ignore it. And a lot of times it'll leave you feeling satisfied and calmed in your spirit rather than still work. I mean, of course, sometimes you're still going to allow yourself to ignore the good advice of the universe and, and, you know, like, uh, how would I say, you know, um, yeah, just ignore it. And can I have a sign? Can I have a sign? Can I have a sign? The universe like, here's your sign. Here's your sign. Here's your sign. You're like, but was that a sign? I'm not sure if I believe it. And so the universe will be like, okay, here we go again. You know, um, going back to penguin. I don't know why penguin is a big one today. So it'll show you an emperor. And it'll show you baby penguin. It'll, you know, bring up a penguin on your uh, Facebook feed. So, you know, is that penguin really the penguin that I'm waiting for? Well, if the universe sends you like 10 of them, it's probably that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and that, then you're still not listening. <laughs> it has to bring the bigger hammer. Right, right. And that's the whole thing is learning to trust that and, and, and saying, okay, you know, I... I asked for a sign, I got one. And then moving from that that pure trust in your own intuition and in the universe and how it responds to you. Yes, I love when you're saying, you know, going with the flow and observing all the synchronicities because we are so conditioned into just doing, 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 making plans, making goals. It's very rational, organized, logical decision making. And you know, we have so many signs around us and so many like nuggets and nudges that guides us, you know, maybe not what we are thinking is right for us, but into something that's even better. But we, like you said, we keep ignoring it because it's not what we expect or what we planned or something that we are not, you know, really prepared to go into. Mm hmm or what somebody else told us is right for us, you know. Is yes. So does that come up often in your readings with your, with your clients? You know, the, the bigger issue that comes up is really kind of empowering the self over giving up power yeah. that I, um, and really being authentic with what it is that you're feeling. So um, I do, of course, a lot of love readings. And, I'm, you know, part of the time I'm just like, I'm not going to get my cards out here because I already see a pattern, you know. And if this is the pattern that you want to continue with, then we'll explore that. But if this is something where you need to empower yourself and, you know, take, take, the initiative and change your life but change is hard you know um confrontation is hard <laughs> a lot of yes. times and 
and also we as women have just been raised to take care of everybody else at the uh, expense of our own care and nurturing. So, so a lot of times people will be like, well, should I stay with him? He doesn't talk to me. He doesn't treat me well, this and that and other thing. I'm like, if this is what you want to continue, you know, stay, keep everything the same. You know, I don't need my cards to tell you that. Um, but oftentimes but, what I found with myself is like you said, we already know we have this inner knowing but we are afraid to admit it and we are afraid to accept it. And then, you know, it, it's kind of, if someone else confirms it or someone else tells you the same thing, it's kind of, um, it's a different, like, you know, because that person told me to do something or that person guides me or, you know, we are, even with the, the readings like that, we are kind of giving away the, the power. Mm -hmm. Well, and that right there, okay, so there's a difference in my opinion between power, or I'm sorry, in, between validation of what you were thinking needed to happen and giving away your power. And it's, that's a really, like a, a very important place to look at in a reading. Like, if you want me to tell you what to do, you're giving up your power totally. But if you want validation for what you were thinking in the first place you needed to do or to see what the cards say, um, that is empowering. Do you know what I mean? There's like a subtle difference there, but it's huge. It, yes, it is. But, you know, I, I see oftentimes, you know, when people are seeking this validation, that they are like seeking more than just, you know, more than just confirmation of what they already know, but more like, you know, asking someone else to give them permission to do something. Right, right. And that's where you have to kind of, that's one of the reasons I prefer teaching other people how to read cards for themselves and how to look at signs and symbols in their own lives and interpret their dreams and everything like that. Because I want to give them the power to use the cards and use their spiritual um, connection to empower themselves rather than giving me, you know, like, what should I do? okay, well, let's look at your options is what I'm going to do with the person. And I will say, well, if you go down this road, it looks like this is likely to happen. If you go down that road, it looks like that is likely to happen. So which is the better choice? Do you know what I mean? For you, ultimately, yeah. I don't want to tell you A or B, but if A looks horrible and B looks glorious, you know, if, if we got the three of swords on A. It would be an easy choice, but oftentimes they are not. <laughs> Right, right, exactly, exactly. But sometimes it really is, and and or you know, tell them to to take a moment and to meditate and to get down in their center, like in their solar plexus, yes. and see what is your internal guidance telling you. Like, are you feeling um, like conflicted, or um, like does everything get tightened up and scared and nervous, or does everything like open up and like ah, like fresh air like how does your gut feel about this that you're making and 
that is going, you know, aside from the card, sometimes the cards are really very poignant. They say, no there, yes there, you know, and if you want to choose the no side, if you want to choose the heartache side, that's your path. You know, I don't want to control, I don't, you know, that's your karma to live out. But if, you know, don't fight your feelings because ultimately you're going to end up, you know, blocking yourself from moving forward. Yes, and you you mentioned one important thing, and it is trusting your gut feeling. And mm-hmm. I know there are some tools that we can use to access that body knowledge and that soul knowledge without questioning, you know, is this my ego speaking? Is this just my imagination? Is this just, you know, I, I want to hear what I want to hear? So can you talk about that a bit? Well, that's kind of what I was saying before. Like, you're either going to get in a flow state or you're going to probably confuse, like, get in, like, an over-analytical, like, uh, state of fear and disempowerment, let's say. But, like, there's there's simple tests you can do. You can do, like, a, a body test where a muscle test where you can either hold your arms out and you can have somebody else help you with this. But if you want to do it by yourself, you hook your fingers around each other. So put your finger, your pointer finger together with your one thumb and then hook your other hand around. So pointer finger to pointer finger. So you have like kind of like a chain and then think of the question that you want. So should I take this job in Morocco or whatever? And if you pull as hard as you can and your hands stay together, then it's a yes. But if you pull as hard as you can and it breaks, then it's a no. So that's just a simple thing you can do, like muscle testing. Yeah, that one never worked for me. I always use like the sway of the whole body, like forward or backward sway. But also um, you can use a pendulum, right? I have one right in front of me, actually. Yeah, I use the pendulum all the time. <laughs> so, and then you ask it a really simple question. I think, please, you know, I see a lot of people like teaching people to swing pendulums around, but when you're like trying to access like yes or no questions, it's a really like you want to start with zero movement. And then you want to ask a question that you know exactly. So is my name Sue Ellis Soller? Is my name Sue Ellis Soller? And then it'll start swinging either back and forth or left and right, or it might go clockwise or counterclockwise. Just see what comes up for you. And then ask another question like, am I Dita Von Tease? Or, you know, and then it'll, it'll make its own movement. And so you decide what is yes and what is no, and then you can use your pendulum to for mostly for yes or no questions. Right, and how, again, how do you kind of get into that state where it's really, you know, pendulum giving a question, uh, answer and not your, your own will? Well, can you Can you make it like, because obviously what what i usually say is okay show me a yes and it's like i'm forcing it i'm you know i'm kind of using my my mind to you know (laughs) to move it so then i'm like okay is this you know when i when i 
ask a question, is this again the right answer or did I just kind of force it upon it? Well, again, that's trusting whatever tool you use. You know, that's, that's the whole point. So are you forcing an answer, honestly and consciously, or are you allowing that answer to show up? And that answer is going to be guided by your higher self. So your higher self will have a part in that. Right. Yeah. But if you're constantly moving it, you know, back and forth, you know, the whole thing is you have to get in a calm place of stillness. You have to consciously not um, influence the outcome. So it's like if you stack a deck, of course, you're going to get the answer that you want to see from your cards. If you look specifically for one card, if you keep shuffling and pulling cards until you get the cards you're looking for, that's influencing the outcome. But if you grab a deck, you shuffle it really well, you lay out the first card and you say, that's my, that's my message. Or if you sit with your pendulum and you really honestly don't try to consciously move it, then that is you know the key and that's why i say when i see people swing in their pendulums around i kind of think oh okay <laughs> but that's not how i learned to use i'll just put it that way not how yeah. i learned <laughs> yeah and i also <laughs> mentioned uh you know like asking questions until you get the right answer you know some, mm -hmm. some people got really kind of addicted to to the cards or to something you know that they're just abusing for for confirming you know what they already want and this is not this is definitely not something that we should do and, but i think it's common i think that everybody <laughs> goes to phase when when they're first starting out where they're just like well but you know if if xyz then you know, or trying, you know, there's a meme about it that has one of those, like a little girl who has different wigs on and she's like, okay, now is that the right answer? You know, and, and so it's, it's like that. Like you can't fool the universe into, um, you know, into giving you the answer that you want. It's going to give you the answer that you're supposed to have. But of course you can find somebody all is going to be like oh yeah that's your soulmate of course you know um i think it, it comes back all to to the synchronicities and how you approach your life like really allowing yeah. that flow and life to unfold instead of forcing mm -hmm. it and you know trying to control everything and being you know in charge in a very kind of negative way of of just pushing against everything right right and sometimes once we let go of the thing that's not right for us it opens up the opportunity for so much of a difference in life so it's like you know if you stay in a cave 
with no fire because you think you're supposed to be there and you think that's the answer and you think that's the purpose or whatever. And then you, you know, or else you allow yourself to go outside and experience, you know, whatever life brings your way. It's, it's completely different. So like you said, you know, controlling the outcome or wishing, you know, how many of us have an ex-boyfriend were like, Ooh, thank God that didn't you know <laughs> make it all the way through to now, you know? So, um, but a lot of us too wished and hoped that that relationship would work out somehow. Yeah. That's so, <laughs> yeah. So once we let go of that expectation or that specific desire and allow the universe to bring us something better, then it, it shifts everything. Yes, totally. So uh, thank you so much for being here. Can you share where people can connect with you, how they can reach you? You know, maybe some would want a reading with you or just learn from you. Oh, that'd be great. So I am pretty much everywhere on the internet. <laughs> I'm on um, Instagram, Facebook, and on Instagram, you can find me at S-U-E-E-L-L-I-S-S-A-L-L-E-R. So that's pretty much where I am everywhere. Or you can email me at sue at sueelliseller.com. Yes, I will also post links under the episode on the Rock the Midlife dot com uh, site where we have all the episodes uh, so if you are looking to connect with with sue go there you you will find all the links you know to find her um and i'm really thankful for this conversation i hope that we bring some value to our listeners and they learn something from us it was a pleasure for me and always an honor you know to speak with women that are doing what they are supposed to be doing and you know doing it with heart so thank you so much for being my guest well thank you for having me Alenka. i really appreciate it and respect your work and love seeing how this is growing for you so yeah thank you for having me thanks for joining us on rock the midlife show if you find value you can visit our website rockthemidlife.com where you can listen to previous episodes and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts and other platforms so you never miss an episode. I would very much appreciate a rating on iTunes or if you simply tell a friend about it. You might also want to check out our Facebook community, The Midlife Sorority. I hope we meet again next week for our new episode. Bye!